Hey, welcome to the Pretty AF Podcast. I'm Asley Maslow, a brand coach, speaker, author, marketer, and the founder of Pretty AF and the Babel Boutique. I help entrepreneurs going from living paycheck to paycheck in a job they hate to thriving in a career and life they love. This is your place to learn from me and other entrepreneurs that are Pretty AF inside and out. We get into how to create income doing what you love while finding balance between your wellness, beauty, travel, and philanthropy. If you're ready to get inspired and have actionable steps to build the life you love, then you're in the right place. Let's dive in. If you are spending 50% of your day just doing graphics, you need help because you, let's say you're awake for 16 hours a day and you spend like eight to nine hours just doing your graphics for your launch or your brand. That's a lot of time and you won't be able to focus on other aspects of your business. Plus, you also need to live your life because our life doesn't revolve on business alone. Hey, welcome back to the Pretty AF Podcast. I'm your host, Asley Maslow, and that clip was from today's guest, Chriselle, also known as Designing in Pajamas. She is a designer in the Philippines that went from making $800 a month in her nine to five to making $8,000 a month on her own. So she is a wealth of knowledge. She shares all her best graphic design tips, best beauty tips, wellness, business, and I cannot wait to get into this episode. So without further ado, let's get into it. I'm a designer. I used to work in the advertising agency and in the gaming industry uh, before I got into online business. So um, it took me about eight years to finally decide um, I wanted to start my own business and it's possible to do these things online. And my last corporate job was really toxic. It started to like manifest on my body. And that's when I decided that need to change something needs to change in my life and when i was in the agency they used to pay me at least 800 dollars per month and that's full shifts so usually i work from like 9 a.m until very late 12 a.m and it's it's a work from home job and i was i was at home i took that job so i could get freedom but since they usually ask us to render overtime. I didn't have freedom at all. I was just stuck at home working 16 hours per day. Mm. I got burnt out and I said, fuck it. I need to, <laughs> I need to do uh, something for myself. I quit that job and I started building my online business and I literally multiplied the, the salary I earned there like 10 times and I'm never looking back to corporate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So can you share kind of the tactics of how you went from making $800 a month to making $8,000 a month? If someone's like, well, I want to be able to do that for myself, what would you tell them? My number one tip for everyone who wants to do this is to get your goals straight. Why, why do you want to earn a specific amount of money so when I started out um, I hired a business coach and my business coach she told me I need to set goals this is so I get clear on where I want to be and what time frame do I want to achieve it and then since knowing what my goals are I slowly like planned on 
how I can achieve it. Like, do I need to launch things? Um, what projects do I need to work on so I will be able to achieve my goals? And for me, luckily, at uh, that time, it was November, so Black Friday was coming up. Mm. And a lot of people are like, waiting for Black Friday. And I took that opportunity to uh, launch uh, my design services and it flew. So what I did was I set smart goals and then I set how much I want to earn, how many clients I want to get for that launch. And then every day I show up online consistently. I shared my work process. I taught people how to design for their own and I also reached out to people through DMs. It really helped me a lot just showing up consistently each day. It makes a huge difference especially when I show my work process Mm because this builds a lot of authority and people like when they see you work and they see your process they trust you and they know that you can deliver the job. Mm -hmm. So that really helps a lot in like building that connection with my ideal clients and because of that because of like being consistent uh, with my um, posts online I was able to attract my ideal clients and I was able to hit 8,000 in like a short span of time. Mm -hmm. How do you find your ideal clients online? Yes I first started uh like just pulling the network from my business coach and Mm. then she taught me on how i can optimize my my bio how i can like what posts should i be doing and i started applying that and people are start starting to find me through instagram search engine so i i personally uh, suggest for people who wants to like level up their online business they need to really put attention to what they write on their bio what Mm -hmm. what they put on their highlights because when people look for you on instagram that's the first thing they see what who 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 are the people you're helping and what are in your highlights do you put your services there do you put your work process there because Mm -hmm. people will, will check that one by one and that's how they will see if you are a good fit and always like optimize what you put be intentional with the content that you put up on your page and what uh, what content you put on your stories because this will translate to your brand and your ideal clients are going to constantly stalk you mm-hmm. <laughs> and when they when they see that you're a good match you don't even have to sell yourself. You just have to be authentic when you show up and you just have to be you and show what you can do, what you can offer and how you can help other people. And your ideal clients will naturally gravitate towards you and they would want to work with you. Yeah. Um. So a lot of what you're talking about is kind of making yourself stand out online. Do you have any tips on from a branding and design perspective, how someone can stand out online? Well, number one is just be authentically you. Show up how you would talk to your friends, to your family, um, and because this will uh, gravitate your soul clients to you 
uh, who who you are, who you are energetically, you will pull the same energetic people around you. So, um, standing out doesn't mean it has to be hard. You just have to show what you're good at, uh, how 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 you want to deliver your brand, what your brand story is, and people are going to be magnetized towards you because they want the same energy to translate to them. Mm-hmm. So I know that you're a designer and I checked out your page and a lot of the designs you do. And I know a lot of people that are entrepreneurs kind of take that on themselves, doing all the design of their eBooks or if they're gonna teach a masterclass, the PowerPoint. At what point do you think an entrepreneur should start outsourcing their designs and how do you know, like, when's a good time to start doing that? I think an entrepreneur needs to audit their time so if you are spending 50% of your day just doing graphics, you need help because you, let's say you, you're awake for 16 hours a day and you spend like eight to nine hours just doing your graphics for your launch or your brand. That's a lot of time and you won't be able to focus on other aspects of your business. Plus, you also need to live your life because our life doesn't revolve on business alone. Mm-hmm. So if you reach that point, Uh, like you're spending way too much time just on design work it's about time to uh, ask for help from someone else and this applies not just to like design it also applies to admin work if you're doing your accounting if you're doing your social media management it applies to any work on your business it's really important to audit your time Mm -hmm. and to know how much time you put on each project and once you do this, sometimes you don't even realize you're on social media for like five hours or four hours. And that's too much time. And mm-hmm. yeah, maybe you can chunk down on how much time you spend on each project and on each task on your day. It really helps a lot. And that's when you know when you start to outsource and when, when you need someone to step in for you. So when you start to work with someone, is there certain things that they need to have in place before you work with them? Like, do they need to already know their brand colors or is that something you help them with? Do they need to know, like, what content they want in different social media posts or kind of how does that process work when someone is working with a designer like you? Uh, Most of the time when uh, my ideal clients, they come to me they have no idea what they want. They just know I need help with design. So Mm -hmm. what I usually ask them is, do you already know how you want your brand to to go? Do you already have your brand story? Why are you helping people? What's what's the meaning behind your business? How how do you want to reach out to people? How do you want to communicate? Because that's gonna be their brand foundation. So if if a, a client doesn't have that, I start helping them. I start pitching ideas, mm-hmm. not uh, even before like booking a, a project with them, because um, it, for me it's really important for a business owner to know where their where their position is before we start any project. So after they finalize that they need branding or they need like help with social media graphics, then I start working with them. It's really important to know 
where you're starting and where you want to go. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have a brand name, you need to start with the brand name and then slowly build up from there. If you need social media posts without branding, it's hard to do mm-hmm. because you don't have any direction. How, how are you going to communicate with your business? And it all just boils down to having like a solid story. So why are you doing these things? Who are you helping? Why are you helping them? And it makes a business really stand out. Just knowing who you are, what your messaging is, who you're trying to help. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's basically where it all starts. Do you have any tips on creating that brand story? Yes. Number one that you, uh, a business needs to think about is who they are and why they're doing it. So who are you helping and how are you going to be able to help these people? Once a business uh, finalizes on those points, they can slowly craft their story. Like for example, for me, I, I started my online business because I want to help online businesses to level up their their brands by freeing their schedule and taking taking the responsibility of design out of their from uh, out of their shoulders so they mm-hmm. can like live their life live the the life that they want to have to live a freedom based lifestyle and just by knowing uh that I want to help these people with my skill set and um, just knowing uh, my skill set and my client's pain point, I, I'm able to build a story around it. Like I was able to tell people that I also came, I, I know where you're coming from and I, I know that you're struggling with doing all the things by yourself. I've also been there and mm-hmm. I can take the, the responsibility off your shoulder and just help you with the things that you need. So what are some of the different designs that you help people with? I know you help with social media posts, PowerPoints for like if you're doing a training. What other things do you kind of help people with? Um, I mainly help people with launching their their um, courses, their programs. So then the launch, I help do their branding for their launch. I help with their social media graphics, the, the graphics that they need for their courses, sales pages, landing pages, um, basically everything that a business needs when they launch. Mm. So that's that's really where I specialize in and where I help businesses. Okay, cool. So if someone feels like they're not yet ready to hire a designer to do that for them, what tips do you have for creating their own graphics so that they still stand out and still look professional? Number one is to really set your messaging, like who you want to help and how you want to help them. And then after this, you slowly create your brand. At least decide on what colors you want for your brand and mm. choose like a font that you can use across all of your graphics. This this helps with brand recall and this helps with um, making everything look cohesive across all your platforms. And then once you have that to, to, to place, uh, make sure that you are consistent with how you use your branding. Like if you use um, a specific color palette, stick to it. 
unless you want to rebrand again. Okay, I had to interrupt. I am watching something that my one-on-one clients have been asking for forever, and that is a group coaching program. And the reason that these are so epic is because you get to connect and network with like-minded individuals like yourself. You also get all of my knowledge, and I'm partnering with someone amazing that has been my mentor for a long time. So you're going to get both of us in some capacity. Now, I can't give all the deets away yet, but I would love it if you joined my waitlist. So once I do launch it, I can tell you everything. Trust me. Trust me. You're going to want to be on this waitlist. So click the link in the show notes and all you have to do is give me your name and your email and you will be the first to know about this exciting group coaching. Do you have any tips on, say someone is using, because like I know for me, like I'll use the same fonts and the same colors, but it can a lot of times, like everything starts looking the same. Do you have any tips on like how people can make their graphics look different while still being on brand? Yes. Um, what I would do is, uh, for example, I want, I'm starting to get sick of a font. I slowly introduce a new font together with my old font. Mm. And that will slowly create like a rapport to your audience and start to slowly taking these things out. Don't do everything like in one go. Start to slowly integrate new things to your branding and then slowly take out the old ones that you want to replace. That's a trick we usually do in the advertising agency um, to help people like just build that rapport. Mm -hmm. Okay. So one of the reasons that I wanted you on the show is because of how you give back. So can you share different ways that you give back and what makes you want to do that? I I always, always, I, I always share content on my stories and on my posts about um, tech-related skills for non-designers, um, mm-hmm. especially since not everyone can hire a designer and if they want to DIY things them- themselves. I usually share hacks and tutorials on my stories, on my uh, posts, because I believe that paying forward my knowledge on these things can help other entrepreneurs build their businesses. And you don't need to be a designer to be able to create aesthetically pleasing graphics that can help your business. Mm-hmm. Um, you just need to know what applications to use, how to use them, and yeah, basic theories on design. And that can take you a long way, especially if you're not ready to outsource your graphics yet, your design, your designs, you're not ready to hire a designer yet. That's my passion project. Do you have any favorite applications that you use that you can share? Great. Currently, I love using Canva mm-hmm. because um, uh, my clients, they are all on Canva. They use Canva, so sharing files is super easy. And what I usually do is I create all my custom graphics on Adobe, and then I integrate them to Canva mm-hmm. so that my clients get the superpower they, they get the ability to um, edit the graphics themselves whenever they want. 
and they can keep on repurposing the graphics themselves. So Canva is really, really good for that. Okay, so you'll create like a template basically in Adobe, but then move it over to Canva so it's easy for your clients to edit, basically. Yes, yes. Awesome. And you mentioned two design theories. Are there any design theories that you can share with us that you know are helpful? Yes, number one is composition. So just knowing that grid format and how you lay, lay out things in that grid can really help you make a good design and color theory just basically those two things composition and color theory Mm -hmm. to be able to make wonderful graphics for your business if you're not a designer and you can find a lot of these resources on google just type in how to lay out in in a good composition format and color theories there are a lot of um, color palette applications online that they can use and i can also share it with you if you're if you want, and it can help their business 100%. Awesome. So I want to get into your best tips to be pretty AF. What is your number one beauty tip? Always, always drink lots of water <laughs> and get and get the right amount of sleep. Mm. Because as entrepreneurs, we're always busy. And these things, these little things, we always forget. Like drink, drink water eat at the right time and sleep a lot Mm -hmm. and this can mess your hormones big time if you're especially if you're like suffering from acne and you have like bad skin problems uh it gives a huge impact just these three simple things and always wear sunscreen when you're out that's my number one (laughs) tip because it gives you a lot of skin problems the the sun yeah do you have a favorite sunscreen that you recommend? I use Korean sunscreens because I live in Asia, so they make sunscreen specifically for Asian skin type, but any sunscreen would work, to be <laughs> honest. Just protect your skin from the sun because, yeah, the sun the sun is really bad for us. Yeah. What is your number one wellness tip? Always listen to your body. When your body is tired, rest. And when your body feels inspired, work. Never push past your limit. I know a lot of people say, do as much as you can in a day. But if your body is tired, it's not going to help you in any way at all. So sleep full time, like eight hours. And um, if you can, exercise. And just be mindful of how much time you work and balance it with how you want to live your life. Just always listen to your body because your body knows best when you need rest and when you can really work hard. Yeah, and I think that kind of ties back into not feeling like you should be doing everything. I know a lot of entrepreneurs, especially in the beginning, kind of take pride in saying like, well, I did this, I did that by myself, I created the design, I edited the podcast, but like, it doesn't really matter, like... It's more important that you're doing what you are actually really good at and enjoy. And I think that's when you you can start outsourcing different things that maybe like creating a design might take me an hour, whereas you would probably take like 10 minutes 
then it would probably look much better. So, <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a big uh, misconception. Like entrepreneurs make like they can save a lot of money if they just do everything themselves, but in exchange, you don't get to live your life. That that just sucks. And yeah. <laughs> a lot of people want to step in and help your business grow. So just invest on the right people and be um, super smart about plotting your schedule in a month so that you can like live the best that you can because we have like a short amount of time here mm-hmm. on earth and you know you don't want to be stressed most of the time yeah just let people help you so what is your number one business tip number one business tip surround yourself with people that you want to become for example you want to become successful surround yourself with successful people um, follow successful people follow business coaches finance coaches mindset coaches because who you follow it, you're gonna slowly become them and seeing that they're living the reality that you are dreaming of and you're aspiring uh it slowly um, makes everything real for you because when you start out you don't know how being successful feels like or how successful looks like Mm. if you see that the other people living the life that you want to live you're slowly seeing it as something achievable and you're going to be able to relate to it and it's going to be make you accountable also especially for like new entrepreneurs be comfortable in selling yourself selling what you can offer be comfortable with money that's the number one tip be comfortable with money if you want to earn more be comfortable with big amounts of money because you won't be able to receive it if you can't see yourself like actually getting paid six figures you need as much as possible be comfortable with sales with money be comfortable with talking to other people be comfortable with um getting out of your comfort zone be comfortable with doing things that you don't usually do because that's those things usually are the things that make you stand out and help your business level up yeah do you have any tips on how to become comfortable selling yourself or with money i would always do eft tapping especially because um when i started out i started out from like getting just small small paychecks and I never would have imagined myself to be earning 10 times more and when I first started out I I never saw myself earning more than like five thousand dollars and to be comfortable to be able to put myself in that in that mindset Mm -hmm. I would always when I wake up I would always like rewrite my money story and like I would always tell myself you're valuable, you can earn this much money. And it slowly helped me be comfortable around numbers. Mm. Then every, every for example, every Monday, that's what I do. I check my finances. How, how, how much am I paying off for business expenses? And how much can I invest on things? Getting clear with where you want to be, uh, it really helps you become comfortable. So if your goal is to earn more money, start looking at big numbers and it's going to make you comfortable. If you're not comfortable with your physical appearance, 
wake up every day, look at the mirror, and talk to yourself, and hype yourself, because you are, you are your number one fan. So if you're not comfortable with, like, doing photo shoots, look at the mirror, and, like, do poses, and just be comfortable about who you are. And also regarding that, if you're doing photo shoots, hire someone that you really trust and feel comfortable about and that can capture you in the best possible way mm. there are a lot of things that uh, you can work on especially about confidence and confidence with something um, as long as you know what you want to boost your confidence in you can slowly write a list and like think of things that can help you achieve those, those things so yeah, I hope I hope that helps. Yeah, I hope that helps anyone. As yeah. far as tapping, do you have any resources or kind of how you got into that? Yes, I I follow um, Inner Beauty by Belle. She introduced me to EF tapping, and then when I first started it, I didn't believe it would work. <laughs> and then, because you have to do it consistently for. Uh, a certain amount of time mm. and then once it, you do it consistently it slowly becomes a habit and then you slowly see the progress it's making mm-hmm. so it's a huge commitment but it really works and you can you guys can check her out she really she's really good at teaching that I know you mentioned a couple of times your coach can you talk a little bit about the process of you deciding to invest in a coach and how you found one this is uh this is a really inspiring story for me um remember i used to work at an ad agency before mm-hmm. i met her through that ad agency she was my client and mm. before i i wasn't i didn't know the coaching industry when i first started working with her and she would always send me like her launch projects so i would see the contents of her of her launch, what she's teaching, I would design all of her presentation slides. And then when whenever I read her content, it slowly like build build up on me. Like I wanna live a life same as her. I I wanna be free. I wanna be able to decide on things that I want for myself. And mm. I reached out to her and I asked her if she's accepting like new students and it's it just felt like the universe worked it's magic and yeah she's now my coach it's so amazing how <laughs> it's how it's a, it's amazing how the universe brought us together mm-hmm. like i wouldn't i wouldn't know the coaching industry if it wasn't for her yeah i'm kind of similar in that i was working at after i graduated college i was working at a regular job and one of their the company's investors saw what I was doing for their social media marketing and then asked if I could also do it on another company he was investing in. And that's what kind of like opened me up to like the entrepreneurial space that I was like, oh, I could like actually make money on my own because before that, like I was the same way and that I didn't like I didn't even consider that like it wasn't a thought or something that I ever thought would be for me until it just kind of fell into my lap, basically. <laughs> Isn't it amazing, though, how, mm-hmm. how the universe works? It's magic. Like, yeah. 
I think before I would never have thought of becoming an entrepreneur and working for myself mm-hmm. um, because I didn't know who I wanted to serve and why I want to help them. And when I met when I met my coach, uh, everything changed, and it's like a, a big turning point in my life. And now I have all the freedom that I I can wish for, and I have the opportunity to help more women in the industry. I have the opportunities to change lives and help businesses. So it really, it really inspires me to wake up every day. And I wish to pay that same kind of feeling. I want to pay it forward. I want others, other people to feel the same way that you can live your dream reality and you can actually um, do it. Just uh, be an action taker and mm-hmm. start to slowly build your dreams. Mm-hmm. It's not impossible. So thank you so much for joining me on the podcast and sharing all your tips and insights. How can people find you or get in contact with you or work with you? They can find me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is designing in pajamas. And yeah, just DM me and I would be more than happy to help them. And if they have any design questions, I would be more than happy to help them also. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thank yeah. you for this opportunity. Yay. Um, where where did you come up with the name designing in pajamas? <laughs> <laughs> well, because I always well, I always uh wear pajamas when I work. Yeah. So that's that's when the idea came from, um, and it just it makes because as designers. <laughs> I don't know about you, me. I, I love designing just comfortably. And I, I don't, I hated going to work, having to like think of what to wear every day. Mm-hmm. Um, even if I came from the fashion industry prior, it put a lot of stress and pressure on me because uh, of the appearances that I need to like show up to, like appearances that I need to live up to. And uh, that has really, uh, caused a lot of stress on my end and I wasn't able to perform well through uh, with design just like keeping up with those appearances yeah. that's why when I started working from home uh, I was always on my I was always wearing my pajamas <laughs> and I always feel inspired because I don't have to leave appearances and mm. I don't have to like pretend to be someone just to please other people so yeah. it's it's like my freedom <laughs> it's like <laughs> It's like living your your freedom. Mm-hmm. That's how that's how I came up with my brand name. Yeah, I love it. Um, so, is there anything else that you wanted to share that you didn't get a chance to? Um, I do want to like encourage more people to follow their dreams, to take that action. If anyone is um, still hesitating, if they're gonna quit their nine to five job, and you know, journey the unknown. 100% do it because um, yeah you only have a short life to live and do you want to live that life like stuck on a 9 to 5 job that you hate and that doesn't serve you mm-hmm. it just um, just do do whatever your heart says whatever your heart tells you if if you want to venture on being an online entrepreneur do it and Find a mentor that can help you build your dreams and help you uh, reach your goals. That's probably the best thing that you can 
do for yourself and you can invest on. So this is the last question that I ask every guest. What does being pretty AF mean to you? Being pretty AF means <laughs> that you show up unapologetically you every time and just be authentically you. You don't have to pretend to be someone else. Um, you're already beautiful from the start and people are, people are already attracted to you and just be you. Um, your tribe is going to find you regardless. So are you do you do you wanna be someone else? Uh just to, you know, attract your followers. Of course, just it's hard to live a life of like be pretending to be someone else. So just show up unapol- unapologetically you and everything else will follow. Thank you so much, Crystal, for joining me on the Pretty AF podcast and answering all my design questions. And if you haven't done it yet, go check her out. Check out the show notes. You'll find all of her links and definitely check out her work because she's an insane, amazing designer. Until next time, I'll see you next week on a solo episode of the Pretty AF podcast. Thank you for taking this time for yourself to get one step closer to a life you love. If you love this episode, it would mean the world to me if you left me a review on iTunes or whatever you're listening on. Tell me what you want to hear more of or your favorite parts of the episode. Until next time, I'm Asli Maslow. Lots of love. And don't forget, you're pretty AF. <laughs>